This episode of the Youth Voices Heard podcast was recorded at 9.10 on Friday, June 26th. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Youth Voices Heard podcast with Xander, Joanne, Aaliyah, and today we'll be diving into topics surrounding the LGBTQ plus community. Yeah, so I think it's important to talk about how it all began, and that is with the Stonewall Uprising, and that was in June 1969, when police officers went to raid a gay bar, and the people there were tired of it, so they decided to fight back. Right. Um, so that that is definitely, like, a pivotal point in American history and definitely why LGBT people have rights today. That is, like, the main reason. That is when this all started. Yes, for sure. Like, um, the whole Stonewall uprising, it was really... Um to fight against police violence and police raids. And so with that, it became also a fight for the rights of the LGBTQ plus, and it just became like a pivotal moment for that community. Yeah. And cross-dressers and trans people would be arrested on site. Like people were just getting arrested for trying to be themselves. And I think it's just like insane that that happened and it continues to happen to this day. Well, eventually, the NYPD apologized in 2019 after refusing to apologize on two occasions. They believed that an apology was not necessary and that they could just move on without acknowledging their wrongdoing. Like, that, like, you can't really move on from that and build trust with the LGBT community if you don't acknowledge what you did, you know? Like, the apology, even though it did come eventually as a sign of good faith, but it took a it took too long for it to come. Like it should have happened way before. Yes, definitely. And I feel like it's also important to address like major figures during that time. Um there was um Marsha Marsha P. Johnson and Sylvia Rivera and Storm Stormy the the Lavery, and there were very like key figures in that movement. I mean, Marsha and Marsha and Sylvia were um, trans activists. They were um, trans females, and they really were like really f- prominent figures. And they they created Star, which advocated like on behalf of homeless drag queens and trans people and runaways, and so. I feel like they are really, like, you can't talk about Stonewall if you don't talk about them as well. So, the fight for gay rights in the United States has come a long way since the Stonewall Uprising of 1969, according to Global Citizen, when gay and trans patrons of the Stonewall Inn in New York City fought back against police trying to arrest them, but they still have many, many problems that they face today. For example, trans women of color are the most vulnerable minorities in the country. They have to fight against racism, sexism, transphobia, and frequently poverty, which puts them at a higher risk of violence. Yeah. I mean, the thing about 
the United States is that these rights that we have, they're still relatively new. Like marriage equality wasn't a thing until 2016. It took them so many years from the Stonewall Uprising to gain marriage equality. And while other states throughout the United States like legalized gay marriage beforehand, um, for instance, Massachusetts, I think it was 2003 that we legalized same-sex marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, we were the first state. And that was still a long time after 1969. Yeah. Yeah. And also not to mention that they just passed a law to prevent people from being discriminated against in the workplace. But prior to that, people were being discriminated against in the workplace, regardless of their job performance or ability. Like you could be doing a really great job at work, but your boss could fire you if they didn't agree with your identity. And you, we all know that your identity doesn't affect your capability at work, you know? Like... Yes. Yeah. And also yeah. that lives them. That's why a lot of the LGBT community is homeless because they they're not able to get jobs because of people who just feel that they can discriminate against them because of who they choose to be. Yeah. I feel like uh also a large contributor to homelessness is LGBT teens who are kicked out of their homes. Mm-hmm. Um And that's why there's organizations like the Trevor Project. They help um, LGBT youth, homeless youth, like find homes. And uh, they're really just a great organization that helps out with that sort of thing. Yeah. According to an article from 2017 by Global Citizen, about 40% of homeless youth identifies LGBTQ. They're often forced to go to the streets because they're rejected by their family members. And that's a really high percentage, considering only about 10% of the population identifies as LGBT. Mm-hmm. But 40% of homeless youth identify that way. Yeah. And also the fact that um, same-sex couples are denied the right to give children a happy and loving home because... People feel like they don't deserve that just because they're same sex, the same sex couples. It's also another issue because giving a child a happy and loving home is something that any couple can do if they're in the right headspace and if they can provide for that child. Hmm. Yeah, yes. there's a lot of there's a lot of stigmatism around uh, same sex parents and. I feel like that kind of stems to like institutionalized sexism because in the United States, we see two parental roles. We see a mother and a father, right? right. And they're always like, yeah. oh, they need a, like a maternal instinct and a paternal <clears throat> instinct. But that, the validity of that argument really crumbles when you look at single parents because... A, there's, there's widows and widowers that have to raise their children alone because their partner died. And B, some people get divorced and then their ex-husband or wife never talk to each other again. And the kids will only have one parent. Yeah. So it really kind of just like destroys that entire argument. Like, Yeah. And I think there are also a lot of misconceptions like that. Um, like as like, oh, if like 
people that are have like homophobic or transphobic or just don't, not really generally accepting of the um community i feel like they're like oh they're gonna grow up like you and i feel like that's not really um a valid argument because there are many lgbtq plus members that grew up with parents that are straight right that have been together and they and they um they are gay they are lesbian you know they are these different things so i don't think it's really fair for people to say stuff like that because it's not really it's not really true yeah Yeah. my view is like straight people are great right because they raise gay babies and that's amazing. Like, we're going to have yeah. more and more because times are changing and the world is becoming more accepting. And that's such a beautiful thing to see the progression of where we were to where we're going. Mm-hmm. When I have mm-hmm. kids, I hope in my heart of hearts that issues like homophobia, transphobia, all that are gone. But I know that they're not going to be. And that's why I work so hard to fight against that because I want to raise my children in a society where it doesn't matter who you love or how you identify. What matters is the content of your character and who you are as a person. Yeah. Yes. And I think that what Aliyah was saying, like there's a lot of misconceptions and they think that if you have same same sex parents, you and you're going to end up being a member of the LGBT. I feel like that um, is a perfect segue to talk about gay com- conversion therapy because I feel like people still think to this day that it's a disease that can be reversed, which is a <laughs> harmful practice. So th- that's where things get li- a little touchy. Mm-hmm. Um, because there's laws that prohibit forced conversion therapy so, like, you can't force someone to get conversion therapy because um, the American Psychological Association does not consider um, homosexuality or a lot of different gender identities and stuff like that. They don't consider those mental health issues. Mm-hmm. However, um, optional conversion therapy is not illegal. So you have all these people that have these issues like internalized homophobia and they're thinking to themselves like they're disgusted by who they are and they don't want to be like that. So they they sign up for these programs and in the end they just get mental damage from it. Yeah. Yeah. So what I really yeah. think um that people should do in order to like support the LGBT community, I feel like the first thing is to understand what an ally is. If you are not a part of the community and an ally is someone who may not be the LGBTQ themselves, but who are committed to equality and who speak out against discrimination. And I feel like when people are surrounded by a community that supports them for who they are, they're not going to have internalized homophobia and they're going to be more able to be, to be themselves. Well, I feel like, Internalized homophobia is something that a lot of people feel regardless Mm -hmm. because, I mean, like me, for example, like I have such a supportive group of friends. I have supportive family. 
and I'm blessed to have that, but I still have these feelings because that's what society conditions us to think. Mm -hmm. Society conditions us to think that we're not normal, that we're subhuman and that we don't deserve a place in the world. Yeah. And that's something that I and a lot of people at, like in the LGBT community experience on a day-to-day basis. I feel like being an ally is just being supportive, but also being supportive to a point where you are willing to fight for change on like a systemic level as well as like on a greater scale. I feel like being allies, not, not only being a friend or being a supportive family member or anything like that. Cause those can be performative sometimes. Like you can act one way and like actually think something else, but if you are actually willing to fight, if you are willing to, you know, stand up for other people, um, I think that's what a true ally would do. Yeah. Absolutely. So by taking steps to visi- visibly support LGBTQ youth and their rights, allies can play a critical role in stopping and even preventing harassment and discrimination against the LGBTQ. And I feel like that just means exactly what Aliyah said. Like, if you're going to join the fight, you're literally joining it to go and fight. You can't just, like, mm-hmm. do it halfway. Definitely. Yeah, you have to right. show up and show up every time. And I feel like also something that's important is um, asking people what their preferred pronouns are. Because you can't just look at someone and, like, assume that anymore. So I feel like you should take the first step to get and ask someone what they would like to be referred to as. Yeah. So that's one of the biggest contributors to gender dysphoria within the trans community and within like non-binary people, bi-gendered people, and all of those different groups that don't conform to gender norms Mm -hmm. is like using the correct pronouns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So misgendering some someone is like one of the worst things that contributes to the dysphoric um, yeah. side effects of that community. Mm-hmm. It's also important to speak out against homophobia, transphobia in your community because that can help someone else feel more comfortable with who they are when they see that someone else who is not part of the LGBTQ community is able to stand with them. Another important thing is to be supportive of anyone who chooses to come out. You know, a lot of people are shunned and they're forced to like stay in the closet when they feel like no one's going to be out here for them. But we we are out here for you guys and we're out here. We're going to support you. Let me tell you, that closet, that closet is so comfortable living in there. Um, <laughs> I've been there. I know what it's like to hide like that. And it, it does have a sense of comforting, mm-hmm. but it also brings with it like a sense of guilt because in your mind, you're constantly thinking like, if I do this, I'm going to hurt someone else's feelings. Like being me is going to negatively affect other people mm-hmm. and that. Mm-hmm. those thoughts are so damaging and they're so they're so wrong because honestly who cares if people are offended by you like you need to live your honest truth 
no matter what other people say. And being genuine is the most important thing in life. Like, you shouldn't yeah. have to feel guilty about being who you are in expressing that. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the most important thing is to mind your business and let people live their lives because you're in no place to judge someone for who they are. So let them love and live freely. Period. Exactly. Period. Yes. The biggest way you can make change, and I feel like this is with any social justice issue, is to educate yourself. Simply educate yourself. There's books, movies, shows. Reach out to people and get to know what it is that they're facing and find out how you can help as someone who is not facing that issue. Yes, I also think it's very um, important to listen. You know, we were here and we listened to Xander's stories and his experiences. And I think it's always important to listen to others Mm -hmm. that you like, you don't know what they've been through because you're not a part of that community or that struggle. Mm -hmm. And I think it's really it's really powerful to just listen and be like, like wow, and like know that you want to change that because you don't want other people to go through that. Yeah. And like it just creates like empathy, and it's just I feel like it's just really a simple way to just come together more as people, you know? Yeah. Yes. There's so there's so many stories, so many different experiences in life. Like I only can offer the gay white male perspective like I'll never know what it's going to be like to be a transgender woman of color or I'll never know what it's like to be non-binary or gender Mm non-conforming and that's why we need to listen to these stories so we can at least and you might not understand but at least grasp the concept of what other people's experiences are like yeah that is so important to being progressive and making a change Mm -hmm. I always say to myself like be the change you want to see so listening to those stories and taking time to think about them and understand them is the only way we can progress as a nation and as a people yeah and after educating yourself and listening the other step that's probably the hardest is to go talk talk to your family members that are homophobic talk to your friends that don't support the lgbt community go out there and be a voice for a community that couldn't stand up to all of these people it's really important to do that mm-hmm. if you can change one person's view and they can reach out to someone else then you're eventually making change Exactly. And I think, um, like, people might see this, you know, people have different views, different political views. And I feel like, like, no matter what your view is, I feel like you should, like, always value accept- acceptance mm-hmm. and peace. Like, even if, say, you're not supportive, at least to each their own, right? And so you should want for others to live their life as you live yours. Yeah, And I feel like, you should just always strive for that and, you know. Yeah, I feel yeah. like there should definitely be, like, a distinction between personal beliefs and political beliefs, yeah. right? So Yes, yeah. Accepting someone for who they are should not be a political belief. It should not be, like, about politics. That is not 
your political party that's saying that that's you as a person that's your whatever it might be like your religion or something like that but that should not be about politics that should be about people yeah and also when you look at it from like a point of view with compassion in your heart do you really think these people should be on the streets do you really think these people should be denied work do you really think these people should should be denied adopting a child like do you really think these people should have to fear for their lives do you really feel like these people should have to be disgusted by themselves exactly what what kind of person is saying that to themselves because Mm -hmm. that that just I don't understand how people can have a lack of empathy yeah like do you really think when these people go to hospitals they should be denied health care simply because they're different and they're a community of people that choose love and they choose to be themselves yeah, it's just crazy. It's, it's simply because they choose to love someone that is not someone that you would choose to love, you know? And I think it's really it's really sad to, to know that people will go so out of their way to make them feel unworthy mm-hmm. and not accepted in this world when they, like, 100,000%, like, belong here. Yeah, so it's all about just accepting people and also, like, if you're in the middle of, like, should should we be accepting the LGBT community or should we not? Just think about all the struggles that they face that they shouldn't have to face. And I feel like that kind of makes it easier because as a person, mm-hmm. I don't think that people would agree that they should be facing all of these challenges by themselves, you know? Like, they need someone to stand right there with them and fight with them. And that's us, the allies. Right. This is such a heavy topic. It's it's something that really hits home for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really important to have an open dialogue about issues like this because it lets people know that they are not alone and they don't have to be alone. Like, yes. knowing that there's people out there who know what you're going through, who want to try and understand and help you get through what you're going through is such a a powerful thing and it's something that helps you make it through every day yeah definitely going into the fight with someone right there is really important that makes all the difference that makes a person feel more confident in being themselves that makes them feel like they're free to love whoever they choose and however they choose and that's important to let them know that they're not by themselves yeah so if if you want to help listening at home um we're gonna link a document with a whole bunch of ways to help and how you can be an ally to the LGBTQ community. Um, But I also want to talk about some great charities out there that help LGBT people. Um, There's GLAAD, PFLAG, The Trevor Project, um, the Martha P. Johnson Foundation. There's so many places out there that help people like me and trans people. And 
anyone in the LGBTQ community. So it's really important that we look into those foundations and we support them because they support us. Mm-hmm. And also to the LGBT community, I think it's important to let you guys know that there's a lot of um, people who are, are successful and are part of your community. Um, to name a few, we have Don Lemon, Anderson Cooper, Nikita Dragon, Ellen DeGeneres, Janelle Monet, Nikki Tutorials. Like, there's a lot of people from your community who are out here. They're proud and they're successful. So I feel like that's also something you can just look at and have hope in your heart. So also, there's a ton of documentaries on Netflix that express the queer experience and they do it really well netflix is such a great place to find documentaries tv shows movies that you'll probably relate to regardless of how you identify yeah Um, there's there's shows on hulu um and there's like a ton of documentaries on youtube about the stonewall riots and stuff like that Mm mm-hmm so it's definitely important to take that first step and go and find out what it is the community is facing. I feel like when you take the first step to go and find out what it is they're facing, it's what like seeing is believing. So like when you go and find out and you like see like, oh, this is what they're going through. This is how it is for them. You're going to be more compassionate towards them. And that's also going to make you be a better ally if you understand what it is that they're fighting against. Right. Yes. And if you understand what they're fighting against, you'll understand that you don't want people in power that is going to, like, put legislation against them and that's going to make their lives harder in any way. So if you just, like, are willing to learn, Mm -hmm. I think that you could also spread that awareness and that education to others and that will like make the society a little more accepting and more and easier for them to like just live their lives yeah and also while um voting for representatives that support the lgbtq community well i think that like while voting in general it's important to vote for just other than yourself think about the lgbt community think about other people and how they're going to be affected by the person that you want to put in power. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My philosophy is understanding is the key to acceptance. And acceptance is the key to progression. So feel free to reach out to us on Instagram at Youth Voices Heard Official and on Twitter at YVH Official. And our email at youthvoicesheard2020 at gmail.com. Thank you all so much for listening. Happy Pride and enjoy what's left of the month.